Welcome to the Conscious Wealth Podcast. I'm your host, Jeremy Griffin. I'm a conscious serial entrepreneur with a passion for everything from wealth creation to sovereignty and natural law, spirituality, consciousness, financial literacy, to commerce, investing in the game of money, cryptocurrency, and decentralization, just to name a few. And my intention with this podcast is to deliver to each and every one of you the most potent truth around how you can begin to step in to a life of pure, unadulterated freedom. I never intended to be a wealth teacher. I am just a normal guy who's here to share a thing or two that I've learned along the way. I've been incredibly blessed to stumble across many of the secrets of the 1% at a fairly young age. And rather than keeping it all to myself and within my lineage, I am on a mission to share this information freely with as many people as I can. I am the founder of the Level Up Collective, which is a conscious wealth mastermind in which I lead countless others through the process of unlearning most, if not all, of the shit we've been taught about the world, wealth, money, and commerce, and then relearning what the rules of this secretive game really are and how we can actually win at it. I could not be more grateful and humbled to have your energy, intention, and attention. This is something that I never, ever take for granted. So I want to personally say thank you for being here with me today. I trust that this episode was meant to find you at the time that it has found you. And now that we've got that out of the way with, let's begin. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Conscious Wealth Podcast. This episode is coming by popular demand. I've been asked by a ton of you to make an episode kind of sharing my beliefs on the kind of the sovereignty space as a whole. And particularly to give a little bit more context, you know, I'm often asked, what do you think of this? What do you think of secured party creditor? Do you guys teach UCC ones? Are you guys uh, American nationals? What do you think of status correction? Like all of the things, right? And so I wanted to make a short and sweet episode for you guys, outlining, putting on the record my thoughts on it all. And to start off, I'm going to make a very clear statement. These are my beliefs at this moment in time of my sovereignty journey. I am no expert. I've only been in this space a few years. I do not claim to know everything. Having said that, people seem to want my opinion for whatever reason. So I'm happy to share a little bit about my experiences and share my particular viewpoints on this stuff. And so 
let's kind of start off with listing a bunch of buzzwords, okay? So we've got UCC. Well, let me back up. So within this blanket word of sovereignty, right, we have all sorts of stuff that that pertains to. So we throw around the word sovereignty, but like, what does that really mean? Are we talking about being a sovereign citizen, which is an oxymoron and you should never say that in your life. <laughs> but, um, you know, we have things like status correction and we have things like birth certificate authentication and we have approaches like secured party creditor and we have approaches under UCC, which is Uniform Commercial Code. That's pretty much laws relating to corporations. And we have USC, which is United States Code, just a different, a separate body of law. We have CFR, Code of Federal Regulations. We have trusts, and even the trust space is a whole space of its own as well. Within the trust space, we have, you know, we have foreign trusts, we have domestic trusts, we have common law trusts, we have revocable, we have irrevocable, we have all these different ways that people teach things. We have 508C1As, we have actual churches, right? So there's, there's so much going on under the blanket of sovereignty that you know, I kind of just wanted to film this. And just for the record, like, I just turned the camera on and I'm just going to riff for a bit. Nothing, no plans of what I might say. This is just my thoughts. And so, you know, this topic I'm addressing to kind of continue, continue the thought and finish it is just that I think first and foremost, it's really helpful for anyone who's coming to my content to understand that. My goal here on, you know, any avenue, whether that's my podcast or uh, the way I do Instagram content or any of that is to simplify what I feel to be way too complex of information. The way that people in this space are laying this stuff out is overwhelming. It's confusing. And a lot of times it's counterproductive. Most of these pages on social media are showing you screenshots on screenshots on screenshots of massive amounts of information with no receipts, no clarity. They're just letting you make assumptions based on what you think they're sharing and what you think that means. And maybe you're assuming that they're doing that. And it's, it's a, it's a problem in this space. You know, I have a number of friends who uh, are leaders in this sovereignty space as well. Uh, different areas though, right? Like some do uh, birth certificate authentication. Some do status correction. Some operate on the trust side. Uh, help people with that. Some run communities like I do. 
some do more of like the debt discharge and consumer law stuff. Like, so just different areas. And this has been like a recurring conversation that I've had. And it's pretty much, you know, we've all unanimously agreed. Like there's just a lot of misinformation in this space. There's a lot of making backless claims, meaning like it's easy to show a bunch of shit on social media, you know, Instagram stories. You can post whatever the hell you want. It doesn't even have to be yours. You know, we have people stealing other people's templates and selling them for theirs. We have people taking screenshots of other people's screenshots to post it as their testimonial to buy their fucking ebook. Like we have everyone selling fucking 97 and $197 uh, master classes or webinars on little minute snapshots of a topic and, you know, just trying to get to the bag in a two hour masterclass, make a quick five figures. And it's like, that's not helping anybody. And, you know, I've been in business long enough and I've, I've ran enough different businesses in different industries to understand like this this does just come with the territory. Um, you know, I'm not upset about it. I'm more just like educating you guys when an, when an industry or like a niche is, uh, in its infancy, which I believe the sovereignty space is, even though this shit's been around a long time, it wasn't until 2020 that this stuff got popularized. And, um, when, when a niche is in its earlier stages, the, it's just more like the wild west. There's not the consumer's level of awareness and discernment is at all time lows because the industry is new. So they haven't been conned yet. They haven't been tricked. They haven't seen all the things that they, they can't identify very well. What's a gimmick and what's not. So that stuff is at an all time high, but then as an industry matures, that will become less and less. So I think, you know, a lot of it is we're just seeing a lot of that. Another thing is, you know, part of the reason I stay away from some of these processes, like I'll give you guys two examples, like in the LUC, uh, you know, we don't really fuck with UCC stuff. And we also don't fuck with uh, secured party creditor stuff. Now, am I saying that that stuff is bad? No. I just stay in my lane and I have reason to believe that, you know, a lot of these things, while they may work in the short term, we don't know the long-term implications of them. And so I would never put my name and reputation that I've built for nine years now on social, building a personal brand, etc. I would never back something that I'm not fully sure of. I just, you know, my students know how I am with that stuff. Like I'm not going to speak on stuff. So, so I can't, you know, I've had a lot of you want me to definitive, definitively answer for you is secured party creditor bullshit is, you know, our 1099 A's legit. 
what do you think about that UCC one stuff? Can we put liens on other people's property or can we put a lien on our straw man or whatever it is? And it's like, look, I've seen all the same shit you guys have. Those of you who are in this space, like there's, there are compelling cases for all of them. I've seen proof of 1099 A's working. I've seen proof of people supposedly getting houses paid for outright using 1099s. I've seen UCCs working effectively as part of a multifactorial strategic plan to deal with a fraudulent entity or, you know, putting it on your on your own property or whatever it may be. I have seen you know, I know of people that do secured party creditor stuff whom I've never seen post anything I disagree with. Having said that, I've also heard horror stories. And so I'm the type of person where it's just like risk reward. So more than anything, you know, this little short uh, episode for you guys isn't isn't going to be about I'm not going to name any names. I'm not throwing shade at any particular area. I think that there's a lot of, uh, you know, there's so much information out there. I think instead of going the route of information and trying to tell you guys what you should and shouldn't consume, I'll never do that. I think what would be more helpful is I'll kind of explain to you like my uh, mindset with things. So first and foremost, I think that let's back up. Let's back up a second. Most people come into this stuff in fight or flight. They're like, yo, I'm living paycheck to paycheck. I don't have enough money for next month's rent. I have to learn this and it has to work in three weeks or I'm homeless or I'm $60,000 in debt. I can't afford my car payments. I have to discharge this or I'm going to get my car repoed or, you know, situations like that. And I always tell people like, it's too late. I'm not, you know, I don't work with people like that. This is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle change. You don't wait until your back's up against the wall and you're fucking stressed as hell to try to learn stuff. It's just not a good strategy. Here's what I recommend if you're newer to this space or whatever it may be. My content seems to, you know, we kind of gear it towards those of you who are newer um, to intermediate, right? I'm not by any means an expert. Well, I don't, in general, I don't believe in that anyway. Even if I had been doing this for two decades, I wouldn't call myself an expert. Uh, I believe that, you know, the second someone calls themselves an expert, you should be very sus, and, um, you know, we're all students. We're always learning. That's at least a healthy mindset, in my opinion. So anyway, let's take a step back. Let's get out of the fight or flight tunnel vision. Just have to f- survive. I'm, I'm going to die type mentality. Let's zoom out, take a fucking breath, and let's think about this. You want to give yourself time. Be patient. You want, if I could go back, here's what I would recommend. And this is what I did. You want to learn from a lot of different areas, a lot of different teachers, a lot of different techniques and strategies to do similar things. 
before you ever make a decision. Be patient. Look into and learn exactly what birth certificate authentication is good for. And also search the opposite side of things that, in my experience, people don't want to tell you. If you ask a car salesman if you need a car, he's always going to tell you yes. Would you ever ask an insurance salesman if you need insurance? Of course they're going to tell you yes, right? And I've had that experience repeatedly in the sovereignty spaces. If you try to ask someone whose livelihood is selling you trusts, if if you try to ask them, what are the downsides of this type of trust? You know, you can't expect them to like, and I don't even think it's malicious. I don't think they're lying to you. I think that we just, we're flawed humans and we live in cesspools of bias. We can't even see outside of our own shit. So the hardest thing for me has been finding the opposite point of view and perspective so that I can truly sit with myself, use critical thinking and come to my own conclusions because everyone's going to feed you the upside of why you need status correction and what it can do for you. They're going to feed you the upside of what secured party creditor can do for you. They're going to feed you the upside of what a 1099A can get you or what a UCC1 would do for you. But Are they willing to entertain any form of downside? Are they willing to have a conversation around what risks am I taking on? That is what I have noticed this space is not doing. And so to kind of bring it full circle, I can't speak to if you're going to go to federal prison for using some of these approaches for tax fraud or trying to defraud the United States or whatever it may be. Like I said, I've heard some horse stories. Here is what my experiences have been. I've really taken my time and I've learned from all sorts of people. And 80 to 85% of them are bullshit. And I don't mean that they don't work. I just mean that I'm really disappointed in the caliber of teachers in this space. Everyone is just trying to make a quick buck and they're just throwing shit at the wall and hoping it sticks. And I'm not saying that I never, you know, we have to fail forward and experiment. I'm, I always experiment on myself. It's not that. It's more about if I'm not positive about something, I'll be honest with you about that. Like, for example, I told you guys I'm not an expert in this stuff and I'm learning as I go and I'm a student and I always have mentors in different spaces. But I'll never claim that this is the way, this is absolute fact and give you the illusion of certainty when actually you're taking on a lot of risk and I don't fully know all of the downsides, but I'm going to lie to you about it. I see a lot of that in this space. And, um, I also see an, an inability for people to see outside of their own approach. 
You know, the secured party creditor person is going to tell you, you know, consumer law is bullshit and UCC is the way to go. And you need to, you know, you have to take control of your shaman. That's the only way everything else is a hoax. And then the trust person is going to tell you, you know, all that law stuff is bullshit. You know, until you're in the private, that's all that matters. And then, you know, the consumer law person is going to tell you, like, all those people are extra. That's completely unnecessary. We get great results using USC, you know. So just to give different examples, like, that happens a lot. And, um, you know, I've seen my own ego want to do that, too. Like, it's look, my ego's like, has looked for the answer. And, like, just to realize in, through experience now that, like, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. So... My best recommendation for you guys is, as always, as I always tell my students, discernment. Discernment. Tap into yourself and get comfortable with trusting your intuition. Taste a lot of different things before you move forward with anything. There's no rush. I feel like people are coming at this information and they're rushing themselves. And I promise you, you would never want to play a chess game rushed. You would never want to play any strategy game rushed. You want to take your time. Whoever loses their cool, loses. That's true of any strategy game. That's just basic game theory. And yet, most people are going at sovereignty, which is their literal freedom in a rushed manner. And I just want to encourage you guys to take your time. Be a student. A lot of times we have people applying for the LUC and they tell me their situation and they basically say something along the lines of like, how soon can I get in? Is there any way I can get in early? Uh, here's my situation. Like I have, you know, two months or one month until this happens and I really need blah, blah, blah. And once again, I do not entertain that. I do not recommend that. I am not trying to sell anyone on any sort of pipe dream. And I feel like that's what a lot of this space is doing. Most people will happily take your money. I don't want your money. I want you to actually find freedom. And if you want to actually find freedom, what that's going to require is for you to pay your dues for an extensive period of time, just learning and immersing yourself. Understand UCC so that you can compare it against USC. Understand how to discharge using a certain process so that you can then try a different process and compare it. Understand the stuff around birth certificates so that you can sit with yourself and ask yourself, does this align with my larger strategy? Is this a tool that I need in my tool belt or is it not for me? Because guys, no one is going to tell you it's not for you because they want your money. They want your money. And also they probably think that everyone needs it. Everyone does not need to get their status corrected. Everyone does not need to authenticate their birth certificate. Everyone does not need to kill their straw man. Be weary of anyone who's making black and white absolute statements. 
This is just overall life advice. If I'm up here saying this is the best, this is the worst, this is right, this is wrong, run. That's never the case. And that's a sign of maybe narcissism, (laughs) extreme bias, and lack of objectivity. That's just not true. What I would say is it's probably going to be a good idea for just about everyone to prioritize the private and tax-exempt religious trusts. I would recommend that route. And that is an area that me and my partner, as well as our community, focus on. We are very selective with, you know, how we teach about that and who we work with on that. It's not something that, you know, anyone in our community necessarily has access to. That's a a higher level game, if you will. You have to be at a certain place. You have to be ready for that. And outside of that, you know, I often get asked, like, why do you, why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? Why don't you do this? And like, just for full disclosure, for anyone who's not in my community and who doesn't really have a peek behind the veil, like our processes are 90% what we don't do. The reason we get results, and if you guys don't know what I'm talking about or you think I'm capping, just go to my Instagram, at officialjgriff. You can see it right there if you're watching this on YouTube. And go look at my story highlights, and you'll see endless, endless results. Why is that? Well, it's more about what we don't do than what we do. See, I don't think that most people in this space, I don't know if it's the type of person or just the infancy and it, and it will mature, maybe a mixture of both, but I don't think there's very many highly skilled entrepreneurs in this space. I don't think people understand consumer psychology. I don't think people people do proper market research. I don't think people understand copywriting. I don't think people understand. I think it, most of it comes down to the consumer side, consumer psychology. So I've been in business long enough to understand that when you give people a menu of 10 items, you just decreased your sales and conversions massively. Because now they have too many choices and they're overwhelmed. So they don't make a decision. I want you to think about In-N-Out. Debatably the most successful hamburger franchise of all time. Now you might be thinking, no, McDonald's is. But I'm not referencing it in a monetary sense. I'm referencing it in more of like a uniqueness sense. So In-N-Out only gives you a handful of options. They don't have a very big menu. It's extremely simple. Do you want one, two, three, four X amount of patties? Do you want a bun? What do you want to drink? And do you want fries? And in doing that, they take away the resistance that their consumer would have cognitively to have to sit there and go, oh, what do I want? Oh, I can't decide, right? This is basic psychology. And yet... A lot of people are out here trying to sell everything. 
tell people, you know, you need to understand this and you need to understand these dates and you need to read these books. And then first you need to do this process and then you need to authenticate this and then you need to go notarize this and then you need to put this on the record. And then you need to do this nine step administrative process. It's overwhelming for people. So what do we do in the LUC? It's we simplify things. I like consumer law because everyone can do it. Any U.S. citizen, you can be fucking plugged the fuck into the matrix. Doesn't matter. You could be asleep as fuck. You still have consumer rights. You don't have to be an American national. You don't have to have a lean on your straw man. You don't have to be a secured party creditor. This is basic legal law. Shit that lawyers sue over. So it's simple. We have the FCRA. We have the FDCPA. We have TILA, Truth in Lending Act. We have the Fair Credit, uh, sorry, uh, Equal Credit Opportunity Act. And a few more smaller ones. Consumer law. It's perfect for debt discharge. Now, yeah, you can go into more complicated stuff, but do we need to? Most, most I've found don't. Most have way too much information and they've never seen any results. They've, they can tell me all about 1099s, but they've never seen one work. They don't have any results. They could tell me all about the payment coupons, but they've never gotten it to work. They could tell me all about how to discharge a mortgage, but they're broke as hell and don't even have a mortgage. And if they do, they sure as hell aren't getting results with that. So it's kind of like, what are we doing here? Are we going to talk about it or are we going to actually care about like receipts? Right? And I really try to discipline myself on that. Like theories are awesome and I'm learning all the time too, but like most of this shit just hasn't checked out. Just hasn't checked out. So this is kind of my rant of the day. I know I went all over the place because I don't really have any structure with what I wanted to say, but I really wanted to touch on the main points of like my opinion of the sovereignty space and how early we are. I wanted to touch on like my perspective on like the other influencers or, or leaders or teachers in this space and my perspective of that. And then I also really wanted to give recommendations of like, what I would advise. And I just really want to encourage you guys like slow down. You know, a lot of times we have people asking like, uh, if I join your community, like how, how long do you think it'll be until uh, I've discharged all this? And it's like, I don't know. There's a chance you'll never discharge that. Who are you? Where's your spiritual alignment at? How much fear is in your body? How good are you at nervous system regulation? How consistent are you? How good are you at moving forward despite resistance and perceived adversity? Right? So it's like, I think a lot of people are out here selling a pipe dream. Just buy my $997 weekend intensive and you'll be able to never pay taxes again and discharge all the debt you want. It's like, no, it comes down to you. And remember that like 
Maybe some people will get results with structures like that, but it's going to be the person that already has spent a year, two years laying a foundation. They understand how there's no such thing as money in circulation. They understand how the United States is a corporation. They understand how we're beneficiaries and they understand what a straw man is and they understand how money is actually created and how banking and lending actually work. They understand how all these corporations get away with it. There's so much foundational stuff you have to understand before you're going to start getting results. Everyone just sees the cars, free cars, free mortgage, 1099As, etc. They just instantly want that. You have to learn to fall in love with the process. I didn't try any higher level shit for over a year. Just put in my work. An entire notebook of codes and translation and writing things in my own words and practicing different complaints and forms and dealing with different organizations, etc. It's just like anything. You got to pay your dues, right? And I'm still paying them and I'll continue paying them. So I think I'm going to wrap it here. Just wanted to give my perspectives. Once again, look, I'm not throwing any shade. Like we have members in our community who have gotten results with some of these processes and that's awesome. It's just that I'm not, that's not my particular lane. And I just have been asked over and over and over to share my experiences. So these are my experiences and those could change any year. I could be all about 1099 A's who knows. But as of now, these are my thoughts in 2022. So I hope you guys found this valuable. For those of you who are, you know, my people, please share this with any friends that you have who are know what the sovereignty space is and are maybe in it. Please share this. <laughs> There's so much bullshit going on in this space. I really just would love for as many people as possible who are entering this space or who have been in it, but they're new or intermediate to just be able to hear these words. And it's not even about my opinion. It's more just about maybe seeing some potential perspectives and just moving forward in a more aligned and calculated way as opposed to just believing what we're being sold and continuing to buy shit from people that don't necessarily have your best interests and sure as hell are not going to show up for you if there's any repercussions when you apply what they're teaching, right? So we just want to always practice discernment and make sure that what we're doing is for the greatest good. So for, for me, for my community, uh, me and Jax and such, we like consumer law and then we like the trust side, common law, trust law, private law. Those are Bonnie and Clyde to me for what I have found to work and kind of a, a those, those are pieces, those are tools, those are chess pieces that fit into a larger plan. So you really want to start there, like understanding your larger plan and then work backwards and you'll find the right tools for you. If you learn from enough people, you'll start to understand who you like, who you don't like, who you resonate with, who you don't resonate with, right? So for example, when you're hearing this, you might be thinking like that 
you completely disagree. You're like, he's wrong. This is why. Fuck this guy. Perfect. That's fine. I'm not going to be the person that you're going to want to learn from then. Right. And conversely, you might be hearing this and you're like, oh my God, that was the most fair, level-headed, relatable take on this whole space I've ever heard. I really resonate with the way that he thinks about all this stuff. I think that's the direction I want to go, right? And that's why I'm putting this out. So you can use it as somewhat of a a mirror for you and where you want to go. So hopefully this was helpful. If you did find this helpful, I'd love any sort of, you know, reshares, any feedback for me. I'll always repost it. Happy to have conversations with you guys about this. I know this is probably going to hopefully not stir the pot, but I know this is probably going to have a number of you wanting to talk to me about this uh, once you hear it. So looking forward to that. Hope everyone has an amazing evening. Peace and love.